0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is David Benjamin, your host of the Healthy Wild and Free podcast. Today on the episode we have someone who is a stage 3 cancer survivor and I love his story because uh, it's very uh, perceptive and it's very, it's, it's cool to hear his story and, and see his story and there's actually a uh, video I found online a few days ago, I believe David Wolf shared it and it shares his story and he shares his story at uh, some sort of cancer convention and I was just intrigued by the video and his story, so I reached out to him to have him on the podcast. And his name is Chris Wark. He's a real estate investor and musician. He was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2003 at the age of 26 years old. Which I'm 25 years old, so you know that that's like me having cancer. You know, in a year, you know, this year I turned 26. Uh, After surgery, he refused chemotherapy and chose nutrition and natural therapies to heal his body. In 2010, he went public with his story and mission to inspire people to take control of their health and reverse disease with a radical transformation of diet and lifestyle. Today Chris is an active blogger, speaker and personal health coach with clients all over the world including celebrities and even medical doctors. He has made many appearances on radio and television including the Ricky Lake Show and the Lisa Oz Show and he frequently uh, speaks at health and wellness events around the country. Chris has reached millions of people through his YouTube channel and website, chrisbeatcancer.com, and he is currently writing a book called Chris Beat Cancer that should be hopefully released uh, by this summer, and that's the summer of 2015 now. Uh, So, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really glad you're here. Like I said, I I enjoyed your uh, watching the video of your story, and it was just really inspiring. And I, I love the way you shared your story because it, it it gave you that that perspective of someone that uh, you know is kind of like discovering something new and and exciting. And it it kind of it was it was an interesting way to be inspired because you know you had cancer, so it's it's a uh, you know obviously news that isn't necessarily quote unquote positive. Uh, but, but you took it in and, you, and you made it a mission, you know, to, to survive and to live and, and the first question I have for you is, you know, at the young age of 26 years old, hearing the news of stage 3 colon cancer must have been very difficult, I mean, uh, you know, what were you doing at that point in your life and how did the news hit you at that time? Right, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, you're right, it's more it's more kind of accepted at that point. It's like, uh, you know, I lived a long life and and well, long relatively, and you know, um enjoyed it, but yeah, at the young age of twenty six, I mean, I couldn't imagine, like I said i'm twenty five turning twenty six this year and um, you know, I like you said, I you know, I kind of feel like I'm getting started in life and it's, you know, it it had to definitely uh, you know, impact you at that age. Uh Mhm. Right. What what were you doing at that time? Were you were you working or what? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So it it kind of felt like a setback to some degree. And I'm sure it was to some degree, too. What, what led to that discovery for you? Was there kind of a aha moment or was it just kind of a culmination of things? Right. Oh wow. Right. (laughs) Divine timing. Right, that's cool. So it's been 10 years since... pretty much, oh yeah, oh wow. Yeah, 11. (laughs) Time is flying. Right. Right. Right, mm-hmm. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right hmm Right. So you find you've, you found that that balance in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> hmm Right. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you bring up a great point. It's, I think in those other civilizations as well, not only are they eating, you know, plants and, and plant-based foods, but they're eating whole foods. They're, the food isn't processed. The soil is rich. Uh, if a lot, I think a lot of the listeners on my podcast are familiar with Blue Zones. Uh, and yeah, it's it's incredible. I, I actually lived in, in uh, which I, I lived in a blue zone region, but I wouldn't say it's a, the the typical picture of that blue zone in, uh, in Costa Rica and the N- N- Nicoya Peninsula. And it's just incredible to see w- when you live in a blue zone, and I lived in more of a tourist town, so it's a little bit different, but uh, you see, you kind of get a feel for that and you see how people live. I think it goes, you know, diet and, and nature and, and just being outside and outdoors is a big part of it. But then also just the approach to life. I think like you mentioned, stress is a huge factor. And in, in, in Costa Rica, stress is, it's, what is, what is stress? I mean, you know, the ocean, the sunshine, nature, and, and it's just not even existent, it seems like. And so I think there's so many different factors that go into it that civilization has kind of crunched up and, and it's caused us to kind of crunch up in our health too. Very true. Still there? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very true. I think it's it's definitely um, it, we. I actually did a podcast uh, with Kristen Frank, and we talked about stuff in general and, and and the stuff we have in our homes. And the more stuff you have, the more you have to maintain, manage, move, and then it, it's it's part of your environment too. So it's it kind of creates you know, stress and mental fog and, you know, sometimes they'll walk into a room and be like, okay, what, what was I coming to this room for? You know, it's just because there's you're so busy and there's so much stuff. Um, yeah, so it's simplifying. I think simplicity, uh, and it, that, that poverty point is, is a great point too, because, you know, they're out of the rat race, which is huge, but then also just the simplicity of poverty, if you will, as weird as it sounds, but the simplicity of poverty and that they they get rice and beans you know in costa rica for example and plantains you know starches it's it's cheap food but it's whole food and it's nutritious and that that's a big portion of of their diet and and you know and it kind of shows you too that there's much more beyond health and well-being uh than than diet because you know those are whole foods but they're they're all starch or they're all you know starch and protein Um, There's not even a lot of greens in their diet from from what I saw. I mean, there's I know there's some but You wouldn't you know considering you look at some people in America that you know promote raw foods and stuff And it's just like everything's green, you know Uh, For them. It's like brown and green and you know uh, So it is it is interesting. It's very cool to to visit and and kind of see how countries and cultures live in different ways especially I think in blue zones it'd be cool to to just travel to different blue zones and see see what that's like I not think I've heard of it. Very cool, thanks for the recommendation. Uh, so, I, I think your story is really fascinating, and I think that it can really speak to a lot of people, especially people that are going through cancer or have family members going through cancer. And I know personally in my life, um, you know, I've, I've had uh, all of my grandparents, or excuse me, all of my grandfathers die of cancer. Right now, my grandma has cancer, and she went the tr- traditional route, you know, doctors, chemo, and, you know, she wouldn't listen to a word I said. And <laughs> it's just that you know, that strong Irish Catholic, you know, mentality, I guess, but, um, it's, it's interesting when you look at it and, you know, for you, that was kind of a transition or a, a point in your life where, uh, you, your perspective changed. And I think that's a very important Discovery, because not only, like you said, it's a, it's a it's a tap on the shoulder, and it gives you new meaning and new life, and it's it's sort of a rebirth in some way. And uh, I know you mentioned um, in the video, you talked about faith and how that plays a role in your life. And and there's people of all different you know religions and faiths or or non faiths that listen to this podcast. And can you speak a bit about how faith played a role in and your belief and and what how that played a role in your recovery and and uh recovering from cancer and just kind of sustaining that throughout. mm mm-hmm. mhm right. And you don't have the impact too, you know? (laughs) quite the dichotomy That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's a great point because there's been times in my life and I know uh, you know people that do health work and holistic type work and and sometimes it's frustrating. Well, it is frustrating often because you know, I mean, I could just there could be a TV commercial and I'm like, "Oh, that's BS." And you know, it's like there's there's so many things that you see that can be frustrating because you know it's a lie, you know, it's deception, you know, it's you know, there's there's all this around us constantly, but When you're focused on, you know, the truth and your truth, it really it opens up so much in your life that you wouldn't know is possible. And like you said, it's it's that timing, it's divine timing, it's information and people just at the right timing, and it keeps you on that path. And then you know, okay, I'm on the path, I'm not on the train, and it really it really confirms it and it keeps you moving forward. And I think that's such a powerful uh, realization, too, because it it really just confirms that truth and that knowing that this is something that I'm meant to be doing, this is something I need to continue moving forward in. And that leads me to my next question is, um, you know, like you said, I was going to ask you physically and mentally, obviously, you know, cancer takes a physical toll, but you said it was more mental. Uh, and and it, it does make sense because you felt like you had to justify your reasoning to, you know, your family, your friends, the doctors, and, and it's kind of like fighting this mental battle, if you will. Uh, so with that being said, what, how was their perspective changed as you went through this process and you came out free and clear of cancer? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm Right. Yeah. Right Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right right mm. <laughs> Yeah, hey, at least at least you're honest. <laughs> That's a great point and I think that's a great point too because the psychology of cancer and the psychology of the, the marketing and the press around these different associations are saying you need to fight cancer and it creates more fear and more stress within the body and that stress response just kicks in and then it speeds up the growth and then it speeds up the growth of the cancer so it's a great point. And that it's a fight, yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. 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 And you're paying for it. <laughs> or your family's paying for it. <laughs> yeah. cool that's good mm-hmm. definitely not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so. of of that truth, you know, yeah. and that's cool too because I know initially you said in the interview that initially uh, when you got the the diagnosis you felt alone and it was something you know like hacking through the jungle and I could see that completely but through all through this journey and and you know all the the trials and tribulations and all these different uh events and and the mental and the, the physical and the um, changing your whole life—I mean, that in and of itself is not easy to do, especially like you did overnight. I mean, it's difficult for some people to eat, you know, celery and carrots because it's so—it's oh, you know, whatever—it doesn't have enough sugar taste or whatever. <laughs> because we live, you know, in a country where sugar and high fructose corn syrup is thrown over everything. So for for that process to occur, and for that kind of uh, that evolution of everything, it's cool because now it's—you know—you're not alone. You're you have. Your family behind you, your friends behind you, tens of thousands of people are supporting the work that you do, and you're reaching more people by the day and you're positively influencing people so it's cool that it's you can kind of see the lifespan or not lifespan because you're not done yet, obviously, but time span of that and uh you know see see how that has progressed and and really created such a positive impact and and look what look what that has allowed you to do now i mean you're helping so many people so Um, It's awesome. I commend you for that Mm -hmm. Right Right Understandably. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. hmm Wow, (laughs) wow, that's incredible, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Interesting. So I'll have to talk to you about that a little bit later too. But um, it's, it's cool because, you know, like, like I said, you've helped so many people. Do you find that a lot of your, the community that follows your work is is people who are looking to improve their health and prevent cancer? Or is it people who are actively seeking uh, alternative cancer treatments or both? Okay. Mm -hmm. You should do a survey or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting to know. Uh, One kind of interesting question I have, and I know this is something, and I've worked in the holistic health space for a little while now. My mom is actually a stage four colon cancer survivor, and she, yeah, she did it all holistically and everything as well. So that's what sparked my interest and idea to just discover and research for myself. But uh, I know within, you know, obviously there's a lot of medical organizations and the government and these types of things that... Uh There is some suppression, and there is a lot of um you you have to be careful basically and so is there is there any things kind of guidelines that you follow or just uh, what do you do to kind of be careful and not not make make sure that you don't step on anyone 's toes just so you can you know continue doing the work that you do? Yeah. Definitely. Right. Right Mm -hmm. that's cool that's awesome cool so your book will be hope it will be released this year Awesome. Yeah, and it sounds like a labor of love because anytime you hear someone talk, when anytime you hear someone talk about a book and they say it's great this day and the next day it's horrible, you know it's going to be great because it has that, uh, it has that richness in it because you're really putting your heart and soul into it. So, I'm looking. You say in the second book or the first one? (laughs) Oh okay. Right. 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 <laughs> How can I reword this? Uh <laughs> yeah. right 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 yeah right that's cool that's that's good though it sounds like a great book and it sounds like definitely labor of love and something that you're putting a lot into and um, you know once again uh, you know thanks for your time I commend the work you're doing it's awesome. And uh, I'm looking forward to reading the book, and, and when it's out, let me know. I'll definitely promote it um, and get the word out. So thanks a lot for your time, and uh, for all the podcast listeners listening, uh, make sure to go to healthywellandfree.com and subscribe to the newsletter for future podcasts. And also, if you want to know how you can support my work and, and continue uh, this podcast and everything, uh, check out the Support My Work page on the website. And the website's completely redone as of this year and the last... Uh, two weeks it's brand new so check it out if you haven't yet Um, thanks a lot for your time Chris Uh, we'll, we'll be in touch for sure take care bye